Know your customer and anti-money laundering regulations are obviously important, but they have an unintended consequence for financial inclusion, leaving developing nations underbanked. My guest, EJ Saunders, has created a solution, SafetyNet, which uses artificial intelligence to perform due diligence checks across tens of thousands of online data sources. EJ, before we get to SafetyNet, why is it needed? Why are modern KYC standards leaving people behind? Well, it's because the Financial Action Task Force that sets the rules has basically said to the, the banks and now the financial institutions, we want you to know who you're doing business with and you have to have a lot of information so you can be certain. Well, the unbanked, about 1.7 billion persons around the world, they don't have that type of information. They don't have the document sources to be able to, to walk into a financial institution and say, here, I am who I say I am. And so because those two things are out of sync, those persons are now being left out because as the world moves to electronic banking, they can't get the financial tools to be able to, to join in that. So are there alternative forms of information the banks can use to assess customers instead? Yes. So one of the things that the, almost every person in the world uh, is using is a smartphone. And what they're doing is that they're living their life online. Like Facebook has over 2 billion persons using it today and, and using it on a monthly basis. They're living what they call digital droppings online. And so they have something what they call social credit, social scoring. And you can use that information to identify someone. And the other things that you could use, notary publics, those persons like the chief in a village where you would know who that person is and then that person can verify other persons for you. So those two things look very, very promising. How does SafetyNet work? How does it search for and pull together a KYC profile? SafetyNet starts off by looking at sanctions lists uh, and persons in public life lists. And there are about 1,500 sanction lists around the world, with about 5 million names on that list. But then in addition to that, SafetyNet does an enhanced due diligence search, which searches right across the internet. And it searches the surface web, that's the web as we know it, the deep web, and those are databases, for instance, phone books or company records that you can't pick up through a Google search. And then the dark web, where you need to have a specialized software. So it searches across the whole internet in multiple languages looking for information on the subject of interest. And then it utilizes um, artificial intelligence, what they call natural language processing. So it actually can read through a text and understand it. And so it can read through a newspaper, it can read through a court case, it can read through databases, spreadsheets, and make sense of it, and summarize and make its own summary notes on a particular subject. So if it sees that you're a part of a court record, but, that, but you're the judge, it understands that, that, that you're not high risk as compared to if you were being a defendant in a case for bankruptcy. And so it highlights the information that it thinks that the end user wants to know. And then the end user can add the, his or her own notes. And all of that comes together in a profile report. So how can this help financial institutions in Europe? Well, safety net searches all over the world. So if you have a client coming in here from Russia, coming in here from Africa, from the Middle East, it can do those deep searches into those countries' databases that are publicly available. So the financial institutions in Europe can now do background checks, deep background checks on persons from all over the world, not just the EU. And the other thing is that the safety net creates the record in real time by reading information, pulling in and making the, the associations. So you don't have to worry about the general data protection regulations because you're not holding any personal records on anyone. It creates the record on the fly. So for particularly for European companies, when they use safety net, they know that there's no risk of them breaking the, those laws. And how about for financial institutions in developing countries that may be losing relationships with correspondence banks? Where we think that it can help particularly companies in developing nations, particularly like the Caribbean and Latin America, is that companies that utilize safety net 
can then go to their correspondent banks and the developer world and say, we're using a best-in-class tool that's more often than not better than what they're using. And I think once you start to have that dialogue, then those companies can say, you know what, we are comfortable that company X is doing the best they can. Their, their KYC requirements are equal to ours. And so those banks don't pose a risk to us anymore. And then there would be no need to have to de-risk, at least as aggressively as they're doing it right now. I wanted to find out what inspired EJ to create Turks and Caicos' first fintech startup. So click through to watch the second half of our conversation now. Find out more at simosankus.com and please subscribe for the latest business, finance and strategic insights from europeanceo.com.